Hark the bardic paladin Who sings and plays again He tells the tales of glory And weaves a magic story He'll join you at your table And ask you to share a fable Heroes of humble origin Villains who must be fought again No matter their skill or prowess The people in life are countless so we pray you heed our request. Enjoy this tale of sidekicks and sidequests. Episode 6 Grunty the Zombie Necromancer. Welcome to Sidekicks and Sidequests the Dungeons & Dragons podcast that helps to put humans back into humanity and breathe life into your campaign NPCs with backstory and bravado. That's right, we're building a world, one character at a time. I am your host, Kurt Krenwelge, the Bardic Paladin, and I'll be joining Elise Basili at her table in the Levitating Platter. Uh, oh, I happen to have found an open table, so let me just uh, squeeze in here. Oh, hello, hello. Uh, might I ask you to introduce yourself to our lovely podcast audience? I'm Elise. I like to play instruments. Um, what else would you like to know about me? Uh, well, what is it that you you find yourself doing uh, on a day-to-day basis most days? Well, I pick up around the house. I like to write. I'm trying to learn Spanish right now. Cool. Mm-hmm. And mostly just, uh, let's see. Just living the high life yeah. and taking it easy? For the most part, yes. Cool. Well, uh, so I take it then you have some experience with uh, Dungeons & Dragons, is that correct? Yeah, a little bit. Have you played before any of the times that we've ever played together? Um, you guys were my first group. So. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay, so so 5th edition is your first system then? Yes. How, how have you liked the system? Well... I can't compare it to anything else, but okay. I've liked it. So, but but it's it's you feel like it's fairly easy to pick up. Like it hasn't. It's not too much of a learning curve. Well, it was a little. It was a little tricky at first, but with help from experienced players, I was able to pick it up. So cool. Well, so this this podcast is called Sidekicks and Side Quests. So for the interview part, I like to ask the first question pertaining really to sidekicks and ask: Do you happen to have a favorite NPC character, whether it's from? one of our Dungeons and Dragons games or thinking back to like your favorite RPG video games or, mm. or stuff like that from literature or movies. Like, do you have a favorite NPC character and why are they your favorite? Ooh, that's a tough one. There are a lot of, uh, there are a lot of, uh, I don't know, maybe the cat. There's some tabaxis wrestling here in the back of the bar. I think, uh, Randolph and Mr. Underhill are going to have to break up that fight. <laughs> Oh, no, that's a tough question. There's a lot of, a lot to choose from. You know what, I'm just going to have to name a decade, actually. That might be. Uh, How about a game within the last five years? Like a favorite NPC from a game in the last five years. Five years, all right. Then that would be 2015, so that's actually not too... uh... Yeah, you don't have to dig that far deep into your memory recesses. Well, there are a lot of NPCs. Most of them don't stand out. So. Mm-hmm. 
any that you just find humorous or anything like that, like maybe even weirdly, like this is a weird NPC, but that you kind of like them because they're so weird. Well, that was actually seven years ago. Well, I mean, I it's fine. It. It's just whatever ones you're, whatever one you find interesting. Hmm. Well, maybe I can help narrow it down. Is there yeah. what like what's one of your favorite games that you enjoy playing? Let's see. I like to play Nino Kuni, so which is a JRPG. Okay. Is there a favorite uh, NPC character that you happen to like from that game? Yeah, but I think Elizabeth just reminded me of one of my favorites from our campaign. Oh, okay. Uh, what was his name? Stefan? Oh, yes, yes. There was a, a very strange doorman at a tavern on a pirate island who talked like the uh, Bill Hader SNL character, Stefan. Yes, that was a, that was a very fun one. Yeah, that's he's a pretty solid choice. Like everyone in the group cracked up laughing when uh, Elizabeth first introduced the Stefan character and me not really knowing. I was kind of like a little like what? But everyone else seemed to get who exactly who it was and enjoyed the character quite a bit. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> and so you 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 find him to be your uh, your favorite character just because of he was exactly like the SNL character. It was he was very zany. I never had another character like him, so I never had a I never had an NPC that uh, served flaming dwarf before. So, oh right, yes, there was all kinds of weird things going on on that tavern in that inn. All right, so now uh, shifting it uh, to the the side quest aspect, mm-hmm. whether it's from your favorite JRPG or from the D and D that we've played, what's one of the favorite side quests that you've gone on? I think this one's a bit tragic, but uh, do you remember Final Fantasy Twelve? I haven't actually played that many of the Final Fantasy games. I know of their popularity and existence, and I bought my wife uh, a copy of Final Fantasy Fifteen, but I'm not familiar with Twelve. So uh, hmm. feel free to enlighten me with uh, this mission, this side quest that you're about to explain. Yeah, so there are a lot of side quests in Final Fantasy Twelve. Usually a hunt or something that they put on the board in the tavern or wherever you happen to have it. But this one actually was more of a free side quest. Mm-hmm. Uh, it involved there are these sand people whose names escape me at the moment, but okay. it was a very proud tribe of people that wouldn't ask for help, or I don't know if people's the right word. They were sort of uh, humanoid. Okay. Uh, but one of them uh, enlisted or asked for the help of uh, the party. Okay. And so he asked uh, for help in defeating this um, giant tortoise that would eat their their people. Mm-hmm. And so we go and we kill the the tortoise, but the tribe kills him because he asked for help. And so that that stri- always struck me as a bit tragic. But the way. tribe killed the person who asked. asked- for- oh. Because the tribe actually liked the giant turtle? No, 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 no. They they were trying to... The, the, the giant turtle was a, a menace to them. Okay, it was, it was a menace, but as a tragedy, they were like, hey, this guy who asked for help because we're so prideful and not wanting to ask for help, his punishment was he had to be killed by the tribe? Yeah. Interesting. Wow, there's a lot there, and it, it kind of it explains and gives details to that uh, the, those that tribe of, uh, of humanoids. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And then here to round out the final part of the interview portion of the show, what are you passionate about and why? What am I passionate about? Exactly. Let's see. I'm working on a fantasy book right now, so I'm very passionate about that. Okay. And I had to build a world about that for my capstone for my final project when I was in in college. Mm -hmm. Also passionate about uh, 
music. Right now I'm just listening to it for the most part. I do play a little bit every now and then. Mm-hmm. Besides that, I can't think of anything at the moment. But That's cool. Uh, are you going to like self-publish that novel? Is that the idea? I think so. And part of the reason is I don't know if it fits a genre mold at the moment. So okay. there's actually one author I know about who wrote a samurai fiction, uh, but he realized that he wasn't going to get published a, a traditional way because mm. no one's looking for that. And so he decided to publish it himself. Okay. And so that's how I found out about independent publishing. Okay. Well, we certainly wish you the best of luck and you know, we'll all be happy to read the work. Oh, thank you. And now comes the part where we go to NPC creation. And so now, essentially since we've sprung this on you, I think we've decided to go the route of generating randomly by by dice rolls. Is that correct? Yes. Okay, perfect. So I have my tables here, and through rolling on the tables with your bag of dice that you've brought, we'll be able to generate a completely random character. And so as we go down the list, the first thing we need to figure out is the name for the character. So I pulled up my list here. Why don't you go ahead and roll a d20 and let me know what you get. 15. 15. So the name we come up with is Grunty. A grunty. Grunty. So, so far we're working with Grunty. And now let's see. The next part is Ancestry. Uh, okay, this one's fun. I haven't re-sorted it, but let's go ahead and uh, roll two D10s uh, for a D100 effect. Okay. So we're going to see what we get. Uh, that was 30 and two. 32. 32. So Grunty is a zombie. Okay, it's so far it's so good. All right, let's see, what is the jobber roll? Okay, so let me go to that tab. Let's go ahead and roll on a D8 to figure out what Grunty the Zombie's job is. Seven. Oh, perfect, Necromancer. <laughs> Grunty the Zombie Necromancer, okay. Uh, and now we're gonna figure out how old uh, Grunty is. Uh, so let's go ahead and roll a regular D10. Uh, here we go. Three. Three. Child. Grunty the zombie necromancer kid. Okay. This is sounding very interesting so far. Now that we've had some prompts generated by dice rolls, now we need to describe uh, Grunty's physical appearance and then come up with three adjectives to describe Grunty. So what are you thinking? Hmm. Let's see. Let's see, little kid. I was going to think, I was like going off to old man, but now it's just, <laughs> this has ruined my perception a bit. <laughs> I know now we're discovering the character. So what do you imagine Grunty to look like? Uh, probably gray skinned, decaying, uh, but also, well, very short. Obviously he's a kid, so. Okay, a, short, a small child. Yeah. But gray skin, decaying. Uh, any oh probably he's dressed in necromancer robes because mm-hmm. he's uh, obviously a necromancer kid. <laughs> yeah. Fun. Okay. Uh, all right. Let's see. Do we have any adjectives that we can think up of for Grunty? For his personality or his uh, yeah, appearance? just adjectives. You know, appearance. You know, whatever you think best encapsulates the spirit of Grunty. Probably, maybe a little grumpy. Maybe a little lethargic. He's a zombie, so there's... Lethar- grumpy, lethargic, okay. Let's see. Well, are zombies uh, 
So are they, do they live longer than humans? Do they have the same life? Or do they not age at all? Or? I mean, they're undead. So as long as the magic persists that holds them in place, and especially since he's a necromancer, yeah, he's just like perpetually undead. So I suppose cynical could be another thing. Cynical. I mean, he could be actually... Grumpy, lethargic, and cynical kid. He's just like, uh... I mean, he might be act more like an adult than a kid since he might be hundreds of years old, right? Potentially, yeah, and if he was a super intelligent child to become a necromancer and then end up in his current predicament. Okay, now's the part where we figure out the valuable item that this character holds. So I want you to roll a d4 so we can figure out if he has a specific item, a piece of lore, a secret, or a concept or ideal that he follows. Four. Four. Okay, so that would be an ideal or concept. Uh, so now, why don't you go ahead and roll a d6 so we can figure out what uh, it is. What it is. One. One. Justice. Interesting. So Grunty, okay. the zombie necromancer kid, is he's cynical, but also he's cynical, but he wants justice. This is this is okay. Strange. Strange. But you know, people are complicated and strange. And now, if a group of adventurers are going to run into Grunty, and Grunty decides, hey, I want to hire these adventurers to go on a side quest for me. What side quest would it be? Let's roll a d12 and figure out what that's going to be. 10. 10 is rescue someone from custody. Hmm. Can we elaborate and build out this... Uh, character? This, hmm. Build out the character and probably also build out the side quest that he would be willing to give a group of adventurers. So he's a necromancer, he's a kid, but he's also a zombie. He is cynical, he's grumpy, and he's lethargic, but he cares about justice, and he wants the party to rescue someone from custody. So is he necessarily an evil guy? Or is he like anti? Is he like necessarily? Maybe bitter would be better than cynical, but I'm thinking... He hires the group of adventurers. So he's about maybe seven or 50 to 60 years old. He hires a group of adventurers to rescue his his twin brother. Okay. Who's about 50 or 60 at this point. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so why did he become a necromancer in the first place then? Was it because... Well, he and his brother were taken in by this necromancer, but something went terribly wrong. Okay. And, and Grunty ended up becoming a zombie. Mm-hmm. And he, so he was essentially like the sorcerer's apprentice, but instead of animating a bunch of brooms and ruining, you know, with buckets of water, it was like, oh, I got turned into a zombie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Okay, and so where is his brother being held prisoner then? And his brother is being held by some local lord for the crime of necromancy. Okay, so the brother's being held as like a bargaining chip? Or the brother also dabbles in necromancy? I think the brother would as well, so. Okay, interesting. So do you think Grunty and what's the twin brother is what's the twin brother's name? Hmm. If he's grunty and and Monty. Monty's not bad. Let's see. I was just trying to think if you had a rhyming scheme. So it was like grunty and... Grunty and snorty. Grunty and snorty. Okay, snorty. (laughs) Snorty, his brother, his twin brother, snorty. Uh, Okay, so his brother snorty didn't 
become a zombie as a child, but he ended up growing up and becoming a full-fledged necromancer, but then he somehow got arrested for the crime of necromancy. Mm-hmm. So would you consider uh, Grunty and Snorty to be, like, evil characters, or they're just kind of doing their own thing? Probably more doing their own thing, I think. Because uh, yeah. this, cer- this certainly is you know, could bring up a lot of ethical questions and moral questions for a party to encounter. Like, oh, hey, I'm just a child zombie necromancer and my brother's been arrested, so. Yeah, or perhaps even better. Uh, even better? His brother accidentally turned him into a zombie. When they were and, kids? Mm-hmm. Oh. And he got held by, uh, and he got arrested for that. And he's being... They didn't want to execute him because he was a kid, but they never wanted to let him go either. Oh, so he's just been life in prison. Mm-hmm. Oh. But the brother needs him to... to unchange him? Mm-hmm. Mm. Interesting. Okay. Well, I think this is the perfect segue then into Random Encounter. So now is the part of the show where based on all this information that we've learned, uh, I'm going to attempt to lead us in a role-playing exercise. I want you to channel your best Grunty the Zombie, Necromancer boy, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll see if we can uh, role-play a situation where someone might come across him. So I seem to have adopted a uh, an adventurer, mm-hmm. a generic adventurer. So we'll say... Uh, I think the name I came up with was Duncan. So we'll say Duncan is uh, g- exploring a uh, a necromancer's tower, thinking mm-hmm. it's abandoned, thinking he'll find some loot, and all of a sudden he stumbles across uh, this small zombie boy. So, all right, and here we go. Ah, cutting these vines down. Ah, this abandoned tower smells of adventure. After my last escapade with helping a Tree ants with a dis- distraction so that we can mobilize a victory. Surely exploring this old abandoned necromancer's tower should yield quite a sum of gold for me to... What, what is this? A, a I'm z- sorry, do you always talk to yourself? What? Are the undead speak? What do you think, moron? Oh, I've... Oh, sorry, let me put uh, my sword away. Uh, thanks for trespassing. Well, my, my apologies, sir. Uh, I... B- b- forgive me, I've never met a zombie that talks, let alone a zombie boy that talks. I'm older than you. <laughs> hmm. Well... Don't call me boy. I apologize. I'm, I'm quite sorry. Yeah, well, you know what? If you're really sorry, not that you could do this anyway, you'd go get my brother back. Your brother? Well... What, what about your brother? There, it's a long story. So once upon a time, before you were even born, probably, judging by judging by how young you are, me and my twin brother were taken in by this necromancer. Wait, are you actually serious about helping me? Or are you just going to waste my time? What? Well, I, 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 I am, I'm suicidally brave. I will take on any challenge at any task. Well, I may as well. All right. So me and my brother were were necromancers to an old, uh, to an old master who's long dead now. 
uh, about 50 years ago or so, I think at this point. And we were trying to, well, we were trying to bring back the dead. And my brother was the one casting the spell. Uh-huh. But unfortunately, it horribly backfired and turned me into a zombie. And You're then, not going to eat my brains, are you? No. I'm just making sure. Not if you, I'm not going to eat them if you're going to go rescue my brother so I can get back to normal again. And unfortunately, he got held by the the Lord over in the kingdom of Aracorn over there. For, mm. for the crime of turning me into a zombie. Okay. And unfortunately, he didn't realize that I he needs to undo the spell. And so I've been here, and I can't leave the tower because of the binding powers in it. Oh, my goodness. It is quite a predicament. I'll tell you what, young sir, I will... Excuse me, old sir. Excuse... Yes, I'll tell you what, sir. I will go and fetch your brother from the from the prison. And I will do it post-haste. Onward! Okay, do you know his name? Do you know what oh, he looks oh. like? Oh, well, I imagine he must look like you. But older. Physically older. For well. you appear to be a child. Yes, Except he's probably not having gray skin and rotting flesh. He may have gray hair. Aha! His name, his name is Snorty. When I saw him last, he had brown hair and brown eyes, so that doesn't help much. But uh, I don't know if I don't know what he looks like now since it's been fifty years. But other than that, I can give you that much. He probably <laughs> has gray hair at this point. So, <laughs> so all right. All right. I'll I'll get lost. Oh, okay. After I ran all the way back to finish hearing all that. Okay, now I'm off. All right, and scene. All right, it's a pretty, uh, yeah, it's a pretty sophisticated take on an otherwise, what seems like on the surface, a silly character, but you presented him very well. And I would be excited to deploy Grunty, the zombie necromancer boy, into my campaign and see what would happen. And I'm excited, we're excited, listeners, as well. To hear your stories, so if you like Grunty, the zombie necromancer boy, feel free to stick him in your campaign, write your stories, share them on our social media, and then let us know where Grunty ends up. Um, so now for final thoughts, what do you uh, think of this particular podcast and this experience? It was it was fun. I, I enjoyed it. It was a nice quick exercise into... Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you know, because sometimes the dungeon master, you know, the, the we have to do so much planning and, uh, you know, you can get a little overwhelmed and, you know, you can feel bad if all you're doing is just referring to Bob's and Jane's in town and there's like no real gravitas behind them. So it's like I thought this is a fun way to be able to outsource uh, a lot of uh, character creation and uh, to just make fun and interesting people, just like there are so many fun and interesting people in the world around us in our mortal lives as we speak. So, right. Um, so is there anything uh, that you can plug or share about your upcoming fantasy work? Is there a way that we can stay in touch with the project online so those who are interested can you know, get in touch and, and figure out when and where that's going to drop? Um, as far as my book is concerned, so I have to... Exactly, okay. yeah. Is there anything online about that? Or Not is yet, there... no. It's my first It's my first book, and I still have to finish the manuscript before I can uh, get the ball... Ro- get the uh, 
get the other details set up, like okay. the marketing and everything else. So, do you have like a blog or something that people, or a website or something that people can keep in touch with you if they want to know more about this upcoming work of art? Not at the moment, because I wanted to make sure I got my book done first. Okay. And then I wanted to set up the site. So. Fair enough. So we'll be sure in the future to link back to this episode, and we will share the details of that work on this episode. So right now, at the time of recording, we might not have it. But in the future, you may be able to find a link here and uh, go to it and, and let uh, our friend Elise know how she did on her first work All right. and give her encouragement. So with that... Uh, thank you, Elise, for being a guest, and uh, we hope to see all of our listeners next time. All right. Thank you, Kurt. All righty. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Sidekicks and SideQuests. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast through Apple Podcast, Google Play, and Overcast, or feel free to save the RSS feed to use the app of your choice. Visit our website, www.sidekicksandsidequests.com for links, write-ups of the NPCs, and to learn more about the podcast. To stay up to date and share your fan creations, you can like and follow the podcast on social media by searching for at Podcast on Facebook and Twitter. The podcast is also on Reddit, so join our subreddit community at r slash sidekqpodcast to share your art, stories, discussions, and commentary. If you'd like to hail the bard, send an email to sidekicksandsidequests, all one word, at gmail.com. I ask that you please leave an honest review on iTunes to help spread the word about the show. Sidekicks and Sidequests is unofficial fan content permitted under the fan content policy, meaning I'm not approved or endorsed by Wizards. Portions of the materials used are property of Wizards of the Coast, Copyright Wizards of the Coast LLC. Thank you for your support, and I'll see you at the pub next time. Bar to rock on one, two, one, two, three, four! Four! Psychics and psychoists.